Well, Daryl. Yes, Jalen. The first coronation in 70 years yes. took, uh, unfolded uh, inside Westminster Abbey over the weekend. Some people got up early in the morning <laughs> on Saturday and watched all the proceedings. It went on for hours upon hours upon hours. Some people PVR'd it. That's great dedication on a lot of uh, royal watchers' parts. And some people camped outside on the <laughs> mall outside of Westminster Abbey for days, mm-hmm. including... My cousin, <laughs> Leslie Warren, who joins us this morning. Hi, Leslie. Good morning. How are you, my love? Uh, uh, recovering, should I say. <laughs> so how, okay, uh, this does not shock me that you're related to Jay Lynn. Okay, first off, <laughs> how long were you out there? Was it comfortable? Are you crushed? Are you damaged? Or are you <laughs> elated? Uh, I am certainly related to Jaylin. She's my true star of a cousin over the pond. Um, we camped out from Wednesday uh, through to Saturday evening. Um, no, not crushed, excited, just tired. Just tired. So give us, a, give, give me an idea, uh, Leslie. What it was like, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and you know that excitement building. But you're, you're like sleeping in a, in a tent on the side of the road. Like, wh- what was that like? Because I know you've done this before. <laughs> uh, it looks like there's a little <laughs> bit of a party atmosphere there. Give us an idea of what it's like. Oh, it was just phenomenal. It was it was very cold Wednesday evening, very cold. Um, but the atmosphere, I don't actually sleep in a tent. I actually sleep on a camping bed by the railings in a sleeping bag. So I'm not in a tent. I'm just that hardcore <laughs> that sleeps on the, play, on the camping bed. It's just everybody is so friendly. You know, we've got the Prosecco rolling. We've got the gin and tonic rolling. It's fantastic. I can't explain. I just, it's just something that had to be done. Do you have support staff, Leslie, like resupply lines? <laughs> we certainly do. I can actually say our PP bucket actually made the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I will send that over to my cousin to prove it made the newspaper. Oh, goodness <laughs> gracious. I have to think that you go through all of that. You're sleeping on a cot. You're at the side of the road. Yes, there is that sense of community. It's fun. But you have to be almost emotionally exhausted by the time the big event arrives. Is that the case? No, you're not. In actual fact, you're so wide awake with excitement. It's just incredible. I could not believe sort of how wide awake we are. And we're actually seeing this with our own eyes. We're not watching it on the TV. We're actually seeing it with our our, our own eyes. Mm with excitement it's it's just unbelievable i can't even now watching it on tv i think to myself i was there i actually (laughs) saw with my own eyes leslie you were um you were i think uh right across from what saint saint james palace or saint james where were you park yeah saint james park it was um just opposite just opposite um clarence house Okay. So the few days we was there, we see King Charles in and out, in and out. He must be absolutely exhausted. So you sent me a video this morning 
of the procession going by, you saw that golden carriage with the king and queen inside of it. Tell me about that moment. What was that like for you? Oh, my God. It was just so emotional um, actually seeing the gold coach. But it was actually the Diamond Jubilee stagecoach when they went to Westminster Abbey. I was just, I couldn't believe, even now, I just couldn't believe, like, seeing the king in there. And the tears just streamed from me, the emotional sort of state that I was in. As you saw, my daughter Victoria filmed me crying, which I didn't know. Um, And, yeah, the emotion just took over from seeing them go to Westminster Abbey. But coming back from Westminster Abbey in the gold stagecoach, was amazing. I've never, ever seen anything like it in my life. This will be a memory forever. Oh, without a doubt. And I can't wait to see you and see more of the pictures and see more of the videos. Take good care of my dad when he comes over in a couple of weeks, okay? I will certainly take good care of my Uncle Robert, that's for sure. Okay, love you. Thank you. Love you too. All the best and stay safe, please. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye now. That is my cousin Leslie. <laughs> Reliving just a great moment in her life. Good for her. That was, uh, and I do understand. I, I don't make light of people who are trying who who enjoy that. I I get it. I understand. I like. I don't personally get it, but I understand where they're coming. I, from. I wouldn't camp outside for four no. days on a cot for pretty much anything. No, no. for for anything at all. But uh, she has done it many times. You so. know what? And I know this seems like a, like a, a weird segue, but there are a lot of people who are now basically camping out on cots mm. because that is what is available at evacuation centers that yeah. have been set up. Anywhere from Hinton to high level to right here in Edmonton. Uh, Kendra Slagowski with uh, Global Edmonton joining us this morning. Kendra, thanks for taking some time. I know it's uh, it's another busy, busy morning. Uh, you're in Edmonton. Are you at the Expo Centre right now? Yeah, I'm here right now. And the city says this is where about 1,500 evacuees have registered. And, of course, uh, the majority of those from Drayton Valley and Brazo County, they were really forced to flee late. Thursday night so they've been away from their homes for for a few days now. So give us an idea of of what's happening there the services that are being provided I know there's a lot of animals there as well like over I think a thousand you know pets have come along as well there's a lot of juggling going on. There is. It's, and this it looks like it's it's basically a place, if, if you need a place to stay, you need a place to sleep, uh, if you need food, if you need uh, animal care, this is where it has been set up. But uh, a lot of the focus, people want to know, when can they go home? Yeah. What are they going home mm-hmm. to? And uh, some good news for other evacuees, those from Edson, they've been told that they can start uh, returning home this morning. Uh, that evacuation uh, order lifted as of 8 a.m. this morning for for Edson and and parts of Yellowhead County, but not everyone. There are still parts of that uh, area that are under that order. So some people are going to start returning home. And it will be emotional to see what they're returning to, if there's any damage. Um, and, and that's what we heard from Alberta Wildfire and the emergency management team yesterday. People want to know how many homes across the province have mm-hmm. been lost, but they haven't been able to do a full assessment yet because of the smoke, the visibility, they can't get close enough. And of course, uh, each individual county is going in and, and taking a look. So 
uh, coordinating all that right now, it's, it's a huge effort. Well, at least we're starting to hear some trickles of good news and some hope. And I would think that for those who do get to go back uh, to their homes, that might provide some hope uh, for some of the others, uh, for example, Drayton Valley, Brazo, etc. Uh, thanks so much, uh, Kendra. Appreciate this. And uh, you know, good luck with uh, continuing to cover this throughout the, the morning and today. Absolutely. Praying for more rain. You yeah. bet. All right. Kendra Slagowski joining us. Important to note that I think yesterday there was talk, you know, folks were showing up with making donations of clothes and yeah. all that. They don't, don't. No, most of these people have not lost their homes. <laughs> They've not lost, they're yeah. out of their homes on, in an abundance of yeah. caution because the fire is a danger. That doesn't downplay the potential. Yeah. But yeah, they have the kits. They have all the stuff that is that is needed. If there is a call for donations, you will definitely hear it. If you want to make a monetary donation, you can do it through the Canadian the Canadian Red Cross, but please don't show up there with bags of clothes. Yeah, it's, it's well-meaning. <laughs> and I we know, appreciate but... it, but that's not what they no. need right now, and it's taking, um, you know, uh, time and effort away from what they need to be dealing with, and that's the folks that are that's in there. Right.